Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Franken Culture Podcast, your weekly video game podcast full of news, reviews, and opinions on the industry today. We're running a two man booth again today. I'm your host, Steve Corny, joined as always by Levi. It's me. It's What's me happening, bud? Everyone. What's been going on? Not much. It's literally just waking up. I set my alarm for 1045. Drinking a Heineken. Perfect. Yeah. Sourheads. Sourheads bang. I don't get how you drink the uh, sour energy rings. It's not enjoyable. And I don't think she knows better. <laughs> You know what I do like, though? Um, what? Ghost has the red Sour Patch Kid. Yeah. Energy drink. They also have a energy, like a pre-workout. And April got it. And when she brought it home, I was like, oh, can I can I try it? So I tried it, and I really like it, and she does not like it. Yeah. Are the ghosts good? Ghosts are really good. There's an orange cream ghost that's killer. Really she, good. uh... We went to Seven Eleven the other day, and uh, she grabbed that those energy drinks that I steal from your wife. Those Maui's, Alani's, Alani's—is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yep. Uh, they have a like a like a slim fast version of those. What do you mean? And she got one of those and said it was really good, like a meal replacement shake. Hmm. Um. She said it was really good. She forgot creamer at work one day and put some of it in her coffee and said it was good. Oh, I bet. So. A little uh, chocolate action. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Levi. What? We took a break last week, as I said, uh, to save the Star Spangled Banner, Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, That being said. My son graduated preschool like two weeks ago, and they said the Pledge of Allegiance at the front of it. It was wild. I didn't even know they were doing that. Yeah, I don't think they stopped doing the Pledge of Allegiance. Indoctrinating our children. The right wing is indoctrinating our children from an early age. Ladies and gentlemen. But it was Memorial Day. We also went to uh, my family... And I went to wrestling. AEW. It's great. Yeah, I remember. Dude, I'm I'm not gonna lie. And uh when I sent you that text about wrestling fans being some of the worst fans of things. I wasn't lying. Uh was there like more than one show? Was this like a whole three day event type thing? It was a week of shows, so yeah. okay. So oh when God. stuff like this comes to town, and it's sort of the same with um when WWE comes to town um, for their bigger events. So WWE has like SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series. Those are considered the big four. Yeah. Um, so like SummerSlam was here last year and there will be a week of wrestling in town essentially where indie promotions come and, you know, team up with uh, FSW, which is a local, I think there's like Ultra Pro. That John Bonham's. Um, I forget which one John Bonham's associated with. Um, 
But so AEW only has four pay-per-views all year. So it's a really big deal. So AEW ran out of the Michelob Ultra Arena for two for two of the shows. Wednesday Dynamite, a Friday Rampage. And then um, T-Mobile had the pay-per-view. Which, by the way, they needed to get their shit together about getting people into the building. Because that was fucking stupid. They didn't have no problem during the hockey games. Dude, it took like an hour. That's because wrestling fans are dumb and we're probably trying to sneak in like hammers and chairs. No. Probably had some idiot going through the metal detector and they're like, sir, what's that in your pocket? And he pulls out a whole folding chair. A cheese grater. Yeah. Get all like, that, you get all that out of your system, you piece of shit. <laughs> all that out of your Dude, the, some of them were just so annoying. They, It's like a weird different group of smelly neckbeards oh yeah and i've said it before um as a wrestling fan the worst part about going to wrestling shows are wrestling fans (laughs) (laughs) like adrian Hmm? yeah go ahead no adrian and i used to go um rip yeah and people would always try talking to us and adrian was really good just about being like no thanks (laughs) (laughs) it's funny but what's even crazier is we saw like all these people we know like and there was thousands of people at t-mobile wild funny it's a great time i remember one of our personal favorite memories together steven and i when we went to that gamestop opening and that guy just really wanted to talk to us I suspect he is at every wrestling event. Possibly. 50-50. Yeah. Tickets for this weren't cheap, so. Uh, Which explains their... Which, you know, I don't know, man. It is what it is. But, like, I just remember those few days, I was just like, what is going on? What is going on? Because it was at EDC, too, wasn't it? No, EDC was... What's the other kind of big event that was going on it was just memorial day it was memorial day weekend there might have been something else going on because it was a weird group of well you figure memorial day weekend there's a bunch of like concerts and shit going on as well maybe that's what it was i was like we just had uh, these it would literally like our beer pong area was just like two tables of wrestling fans then two tables of hey you're fucking lucky you didn't get put through one of those tables you son of a bitch they're very sturdy. <laughs> right? But so are you. <laughs> remember, remember that TikTok you sent me of the cops arresting some people by my bar? Yeah. That started in the beer pong area. <laughs> yeah, beer pong is a horrible idea. I'm not going to lie, dude. Beer pong is great. Beer pong is what makes me most of my money. Fuck that. I want more beer pong. Games. I remember when uh, they would do have the beer pong championships upstairs, and those were the worst oh, yeah. people. That's when people would piss in the fitting room. Let's be honest. We need a retail podcast because I feel like we've been circling around this. I know. <laughs> the horrors of fucking the strip. Jackal snacks can be a, a guest. <laughs> <laughs> we can Levi, bring in your wife. <laughs> Levi, we've uh, within that week, what you've been playing, man? Sorry, we got sidetracked. Uh, 
Me and you still have been playing Civilization Six. I think we finally finished. We finished our one, one game. We finished a whole 250 turn. We did. Uh, thing. Uh, now we gotta. I, we're gonna play a different I beat game. You, Gandhi beat both of us. Uh, I think we both lost. Oh, we both lost. I'm just taking a moral victory amongst the group. The only reason you won is because you randomly attacked Norway. I was about to go to fucking Mars, Levi. Yeah, what's that going to do? Uh, win the game. <laughs> and I also I also researched the Manhattan Project so I could drop nukes on everyone. You know what? Like, I mean, I'm sure you might have been watching the stream or maybe whatever, but... uh. I oh, cool. Yes. Ole. Ole. Block him. I'm going to. Um, I started researching nuclear stuff, and I was like, I'm going to drop a bomb on someone. But. No, Civ, Civ is a fun game. Uh, been playing that. Uh, I've been messing around with the Apex grind and the Valorant grind, and uh, I have a new game to play this week uh, that we will have a review copy out. Um, brain fart. You what have Remote Life? Is that the game you have? Hang on, I'm checking my app. I deleted your email accidentally. You fucking idiot. I shouldn't say accidentally. I probably did it intentionally at the time. You have remote life. Remote life, yeah. Uh, it's a side-scrolling shooter, uh, similar to Cuphead. It looks like. Um, it it runs. Uh, it's like a Gradius type game. Um, yeah, like a sixteen-bit arcade. Shooter. Uh, yeah, I just watching the uh, the trailer for it. The artwork looks cool. I'm kind of curious about the sound design and the playability, which is why I'm looking forward to playing it. Um. Uh, so that'll be coming out this week. So keep an eye out on Franken Culture for uh, the upcoming review. <clears throat> Remember, we do a review on here, and then we'll clip that and do a video of it. Correct. Perfect. So we'll never mind. <clears throat> next Sunday we'll have a review. I think we'll have two uh, reviews next Sunday because I'm reviewing uh, Dread X Collection Five. How exciting! Uh, and then I played some Valorant. Sticking to the old reliables. Why didn't you go enter into the uh, tournament with my brother-in-law? He asked me. <laughs> you should have. He, they, they couldn't go into it because they, they were down one person. He you. Uh, slid into my DMs. All the more reason to start working those day shifts, baby. <laughs> Perfect gas. Perfect time off, too. Great. Now I got to get Frank and Culture shirts made represent hell yeah what uh what's going on in valorant anything exciting uh no just usual valorant uh they got some new skins out i i will give credit to uh riot games uh despite the fact that they are disgustingly overpriced uh they have the best skins in the game best skins um they just it's just wild i know you're not a valorant uh fan uh, anybody listening that might be a Valorant fan, uh, it's more time to get to see his brother. Maybe. <laughs> more time to avoid his brother. <laughs> if you're wondering uh, what we're talking about, we broadcast this podcast live on Twitch every week 
at 11 o'clock in the morning Pacific Standard Time, and we uh, talk to Chad. So yeah. if you want to uh, aggravate us, you have a pipeline to do it. <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't think about that. <laughs> but uh, no, they just have a couple new skins out. They look great. One's like an aquarium, so essentially your gun looks like a fish tank. Oh, that's and, cool. Like, the, it is cool because where they get the the small little details that they put into this game that like I'm sure the Valorant players notice is like when you pull the gun out, it makes like a water sloshing noise. And uh, the the melee weapon is an anchor. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, is there um, a little Nemo in there? You can see little fish. I don't know about Nemos. Um, but just like I said, and then even the gun designs have a, uh, um, the the bullet sounds are different. So like, and they do it for the different guns. So like, if I have my gun and I'm shooting my gun, like, so I have the Blastex gun, which makes it look like a Nerf gun. It even shoots yeah. little Nerf darts. Okay, and so my gun has a different <clears throat> noise than your gun you have the aquarium so like it's kind of fun when you're playing the game and everyone's shooting and you're hearing the little different hmm. so it's cool yeah not better than like a call of duty where everything looks and sounds the same pretty much yeah i have been playing uh the aforementioned civ 6 uh some roller coaster tycoon was played on friday um, we're almost done with that scenario. Going through the scenarios and finding most people that come in to the um, <clears throat> stream played it years ago and did not play it to complete the game. <laughs> they just did it to build roller coasters to um, fly into the sky and kill people. So at least I'm not I alone. Played some uh, more... Epico or Apico, however it's pronounced. That's the beekeeping simulation game. Um, still tremendous amount of fun. Uh, very chill. And then I played the DreadX Collection 5. The review uh, should be completed by next week. That is a collection of 12 horror games from indie developer um, DreadX. I love it. It's really cool. I'm not a big horror game guy, but these are small chunks. Um, mini games of sorts um, that I found very enjoyable. Um, what you been watching, Levi? Uh, I, all right. So I noticed that we both watched the same show again. Mm -hmm. I will start with my, uh, old reliable, uh, South Park. Still love that show. Uh, I did, uh, the new season of Barry is up. Did you ever watch Barry? No, but I've heard amazing things about it. It's great. Um, and the new season out is just as great. Um, what's his name? Bill. Bill Hader. Mm -hmm. He's the main character. Um, but he's going. He's uh, him and his girlfriend in the season are uh, uh, gaining popularity in Hollywood. So you have a lot of sweet little cameos from a bunch of actors. Like there's a Law and Order actor in this season. Um, Who? Stabler. I don't remember his name. But I was like, oh yeah, that guy. And then bald? Like, it's a bunch of like I don't want to say washed up old actors but it's a bunch of old actors but like actors from like our generation like I think if I remember correctly I'd have to look again too I think she was in King of Queens um, Leah Remini 
Not her. Uh, didn't they replace her briefly in the show? No. Well, I'd have to look it up. But long story short, there's a bunch of cool little Hollywood cameos going on right now. Mm. Uh, and then it looks like we both started Obi-Wan. Started? Yep. I only watched the first episode. Same. Oh, isn't it two episodes? Thoughts for it's a, there. There have now been three episodes released. Oh. Uh, I really liked the first episode. I've seen a lot of uh things on the internet say it's pretty mid. Um, I think it does a lot of fan. Uh, what do you call it? fan service? Uh, you're kind of. I'm excited to see how they fill in that gap of after. Uh, Anakin is uh, chopped up and left for dead. And uh, the two young Skywalkers are split up. I think it'll be a cool, like, little, like, niche show, I'm hoping. Um, I don't, mi- I don't mind it. I didn't think it was good. And then Flea showing up, I just kind of, like, lost my mind. Oh, oh that's right. I didn't. Funny, <laughs> flea showing up lost my mind. Cause like the way they introduce him, I thought it was Michael Rooker, and I was like, oh, oh what a good like yeah. he's a great villain. And then when it got to his face, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It's flea, flea. Where's the sock? And then the chase scene was like not good, reminiscent of the Boba Fett chase scene. I don't know, uh, like. The chasing was a little overacted. I definitely see what you're saying. Like, there's no way you can't catch that little kid. Yeah. Running through the forest. I think I like Mandalorian and Boba Fett so much because it touches it touches those stories, but also while creating its own stories. Whereas we know we know he rescues Leia. We know he survives. Like, I don't know. I don't feel a need I don't need this show. You're you're saying because you know Leo Organa is alive in the yeah in the prequels in the prequels fuck in the sequels the sequels technically I guess yeah but what I'm getting at though is I am excited that it is just it's a story so yeah I guess you do kind of know the outcome of things but it's just a new thing it's new yeah it's a new experience and I mean the, the one thing so like okay that explains why she thinks that Obi-Wan is the only hope like in a new hope yeah because like that's how they know each other um i don't know we'll see anybody in chat watching obi-wan wants to call me an idiot we like we've had chances to watch the other episodes and i just have not i have not been into it at all i will like i said i will add uh twitter's response is pretty similar to yours so uh star wars twitter is not not they don't hate it but they are not necessarily a fan yeah, same yeah I don't, i'm not it's not gonna break my heart never to see it it's funny because i started the new season of boba fett and uh i haven't finished it so <laughs> hell yeah dude we're <laughs> chad is going off about boba fett yeah, they are. Oh my god, Cody! Did you bring those with you? Yeah, we're getting a Cody, lot of spam today. 
when you get big, that's what happens. Baby. Uh, what else have you been watching? I watched, um, this is a while back, and I don't know if I talked about it, but the Chippendale movie. Um, really remember. good. You should definitely watch it if you haven't. Um, really is funny. It a, it's not. It's not a full animation, right? It's a. Uh, it's what do you call it? uh, akin to Roger Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking for. But really good. Is there a name for that style of movie? Half animation, half half real. <laughs> right. Okay. I think they call it Roger Rabbit. Robert Roger Rabbit. So. The moment you said it, I knew exactly what you were talking about because that's kind of what I was uh, so curious about. So there's live action animation, yeah, but it's not just traditional. So there's traditional animation, there's CGI animation. Um, Ugly Sonic is in it from the first Sonic trailer where he had sure. human teeth and everything. Yeah. Um, Ugly Sonic. Played by. Uh, Oh my God, Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave. Which, if you haven't watched, you really need to because it's great. Um, yeah, I really like it. It wasn't just a bunch of fan service either. Oh, Oliver's playing. Well, that's good. Oliver's playing Goat Game, Goat Simulator. Oh, yeah. Um, and then. We literally just finished before the podcast Sonic 2. How was that? Really good. <laughs> really good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, really enjoyable. The story's good. You know, you got Knuckles in there. You got Tails. Oliver watched the whole thing. Like, usually he'll want to, like, stop watching really quickly. Uh, but he was into it. Have you watched Sonic? Have you watched Sonic or Sonic 2 yet? I watched Sonic. This is just as good. Uh, What is it streaming on? Paramount Plus. I really need to get Paramount Plus. I need to get I Paramount Plus. I will send you my login. Oh, you! I think you said that. Yep. I want to watch Halo. And I want to watch the old Top Gun before I watch the new Top Gun. Yeah, I mean... Why? <laughs> what are you talking about? I wasn't like a huge Top Gun guy. Really? Yeah. I think. It, all right. So I will go as far as like. Well, I know you really like the volleyball scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, Val Kilmer. <laughs> dreamy. He's still um, Dreamboat. I there's a documentary about him on Netflix. He's now. very sick. It's very sad. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty interesting documentary, though. I did not watch all of it. Uh, the girl did. But uh, from what I did watch, it was very interesting. He still seems very... Um, Eccentric? Like, happy. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. So, good for him. Um, yeah, I think that in one of the parts of the documentary, he pretends to, like, die. <laughs> and, like, the cameraman's like, why would you do that? And he's, like, laughing. He's like, I think I... <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like it's Jim so Morrison. I, yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot he played Jim Morrison. Yeah. Billy the Kid. Uh, I mean, he's in fucking everything. He's a Tombstone. Tombstone is it did was April the one saying she'd never seen. Yeah, that? she's never seen. She still hasn't. That's, that's wild. Like, because Woody 
her dad seems like the kind of guy that would live like have had that on TV or something. I don't know. That's I mean, great. he took her to the movie theater to see Fear and Loathing. Yeah. So that, not far that, off. If you guys still did uh, that, your podcast you did, I, I would say that's the first movie you have to watch. Hey, speaking of, uh, Stackhouse and I talked about something yesterday. Yeah. That I don't know if you'll have time for if your schedule changes, but we can see. Because we were talking about doing it maybe the day before or right after the traditional podcast. But doing another podcast where after the 20-question game has been revealed, we then talk about it. And I was saying, like, maybe we replay it or, like, if you remember enough from it. So, like, if it's, you know, the week we did, it was Mike Tyson's Punch-Up. Yeah. So, that's available enough where you can kind of replay it. I believe it's on the switch. Um, if you pay for the membership. Oh, I get what you're saying. Like replay it. I thought you meant like replayed in my mind. Well, you could do young, that too. Young youth. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just talk about it. What works, what doesn't Counting work. Select to get your health back, but we can, uh, we, to do. we can cross that bridge when we come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean like, uh, this is all speculation, but, um, I shouldn't say speculation. Uh, if everything goes the way it should be, uh, I could be day shift off Sunday, Monday. So it's something we could talk about for sure. Oh, I'm not awake, Levi. You know what's going to happen, though? You're going to be off Sundays, and then Holly's going to want to do a bunch of stuff. Correct. Yep. Um, I don't disagree with you there. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, so did you happen to catch any of the... PlayStation state of play. I did not. And you want to know what? I think I set an alarm for that, but I didn't put in what the alarm was for, or not an alarm, a a calendar reminder, but I didn't put in what the calendar reminder was for. So I was like, oh, all right. (laughs) I don't know what this is for, and just carried on with my day. So you didn't miss anything. Um, I thought it was subpar. They announced a lot of stuff for VR. Um, they announced a remaster for Resident Evil 4. Um, kind of going over everything that they announced. So, uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Street Fighter 6, Final Fantasy, I don't know, what's that, 16? Um, they showed a trailer for... They went over uh, a game called Stray, where you're playing a stray cat. Also, Tunic is going to... Cool. Go ahead. The Stray game. Oh, it'll be cool. Real cool. You're a kitty cat. Yeah. Um, Independent title Tunic is going to PlayStation. Uh, A game called Roller Dome. Roller Drome, my apologies. And Season. Um, And also Enter Nights. They said that the Spider-Man Remastered is going to PlayStation. And the Callisto Protocol was the only thing that offered a release date on the entire show. Um, well, the only thing that's coming out this year, I should say. Um, well, and then the Spider-Man game and its uh, sequel are coming to PC. I said, yeah. You were quick to brag. You know what? I wasn't quick to brag. You want to know what? 
And I did think it was funny, though, because when I tagged you in that, I forgot that you have a shitty PC. I don't even have a <laughs> shitty PC. Uh, it's just not. It, it, it's outdated at this point. If That's all fair. if all I needed it to do was play a game, it's fine. I could pl- I can play Civ on my own with no issues. But when I start adding things like, uh, hey, we're going to stream this and also capture my video, like it starts to chug. Starts to chug. Um, so I sent that to you without thinking because I I never played it on the PlayStation Four, um, and I don't have a PlayStation Five, so uh, it coming to PC is clutch. Um, I'll finally be able to share the joys and wonder. Uh, you had the and, opportunity to get a PlayStation Five, and you said no, sir. I said no, sir, because I have this wonderful PC. <laughs> Um, Resident Evil Village is getting a VR port. Um, they did not announce how much PlayStation VR 2 will cost. So so what was the point of this PlayStation Play? Just to show off some trailers, essentially? That's what they are. always are. Yeah, but usually they offer like release dates or summer of 2024 i think there was a lot of that there was a lot of like there wasn't anything announced that's coming out this year except for Callisto protocol that was the only thing that had a hard release date okay um everything else was yeah exact release date for final fantasy isn't released but it's slated to come out summer of 2023 so well hell yeah you know what? That's another game that I should download is Final Fantasy fourteen, the remaster. No. That would take me back. That was that was one million percent early high school days for me. Fourteen no, you're not talking about fourteen. Seven, sorry. Yeah. Final <laughs> Fantasy seven remaster. The first part? Is it's it bro- just the first? It's broken up into two parts. You do oh, not complete the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's dumb. I'll just wait until they release the second part. Who knows when that'll be. Let's get into uh, weekly releases. Yeah, that PlayStation yeah. State of Play was not exciting for me. Weekly releases. Uh, Spellforce 3 Reforced for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One on June 7th. You also get a bunch of DLC, Soul Harvest, Fallen God, uh, in the complete edition, all on June 7th as well. Mad Shot for the PC on June 9th. Also on June 9th, Pro Cycling Manager 2022. And Tour de France 2022. Uh, the aforementioned only on PC. Tour de France coming on PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and the last-gen systems. June 10th, make room on your Switch because we have Mario Strikers Battle League. And The Quarry, which will be coming out on PC, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and last gen. Uh, Levi, did you ever play... Oh, what was that game called? Are you familiar with The Quarry, by chance? No. Oh my god, it's going to drive me crazy. I'm just going to look up The Quarry, because then I can... My problem with that whole list... Can you guess? Where's this? Where are the Stadia releases? Where's the Stadia? Where's the Where's the Amazon Luna releases? Right, I forgot about the Amazon Luna. Where are they at? Until Dawn. The game was called Until Dawn. You didn't play that? 
No. You want to know what I played from until dawn? That VR roller coaster shooter experience. Oh, yeah. And then I played at that GameStop Expo a VR thing that I almost got sick. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Channing Tatum? In the quarry? Yeah. No, but David Arquette's in it. I that's the second one I was gonna say. I was literally just about to say is that David Arquette. Um just watching the trailer. Ted Raimi, Ariel Winter. Brenda Song. Brenda Song is Macaulay Culkin's uh wife or girlfriend. Justice Smith, he from Detective Pikachu, he'll be in it. Yeah, they and uh, these games play really well, actually. Um, I really liked Until Dawn. Platinum did, if I remember correctly. Uh, wasn't there like a bunch of different endings too? There's yeah, on the, uh, a lot of um, endings. It does look really nice. I'm still like, don't get me wrong. I know they were available the other day because you tagged me in it. Um, the lack of PlayStation Fives. Um, while they're doing this is a little mind-boggling to me um especially if you're pushing vr so hard yeah and you don't address it hang on one second keep talking it's a two-person show we are gonna get into news all right i'm back (laughs) fallout series senior animator working on an unannounced game this is coming from a new site techforgamers.com Let's see, last year they said we witnessed Bethesda becoming a part of Xbox. Since then, we've been hearing regular reports of various games in development. Starfield is one of the biggest names among them. We also found out that Xbox and Bethesda are working on a Disney licensed games. Uh, they did announce last year, what, Indiana Jones. And we haven't heard nothing. I don't remember that. Yeah, look it up. That's cool. A little teaser trailer. Uh, the most extensive series of games that falls under Bethesda is no doubt the Fallout series. Late addition to the series arrived in the form of Fallout 76 in 2018, but now, according to the LinkedIn page of Bethesda's senior artist who worked on the Fallout series, we might see a new addition to the franchise. People scowl, scour this stuff. Um, so this dude has worked mainly on the Fallout series, like looking at his resume, Fallout 76, Fallout 4, all the DLCs for Fallout 4. Um... It's conceivable that an unannounced project could be the new entry in the Fallout lineup, possibly Fallout 5. Um, Very exciting news. Levi, you've never completed Uh, a single Fallout in your life. What do you think about this? I've, as a guy who's never completed a single Fallout in his life, I will go as far as to say I think the games are fantastic. Uh, I, myself, along with we, were big fans of 76. Yeah. Um adding the multiplayer experience to it was fantastic. Uh, and I know they had a rough start with it, um, but it sounds like they've gathered and the game is probably still running well. It has a devout group of people that still flit, play it, right? It does. How many people do you think are watching a Fallout 76 stream right now? Uh, the average viewership or like top? Right stream? now. Right now, how many viewers? 7,000. 369. Oh, man. Way down. I pulled up... Just to sidetrack real quick. I pulled up Twitch's main page the other day, and it recommended a game to me, 
recommended uh and the game had one viewer what game was it <laughs> i don't remember i was like why would you recommend this to me should have tuned in trying to take this game off give that guy a, a little buzz what if i and i almost i wanted to click on it to see if there was like 20 people streaming the game but only one person watching one person it's disheartening i'll tell you that uh when i was streaming the other day i follow fallout 76 and there was literally one person streaming it which is it's such it was fun and we haven't dived back in in a while. I feel like every time we dive back in, we start a new game, which forces us to start start that shit all over again. Exactly. Which is like a mini tutorial, right? Gather this. Go build here. Totally. Go talk to this person. Go. Yep. So, um, but that doesn't, it, We. I feel like we still had fun doing that though, right? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So uh, if they are coming out with a fallout five, um i'd be i would personally be interested in it even from a standpoint of a guy that never finishes those games uh and now you could play it for free true the one thing um, i will say is if there's another fallout we won't get in it i don't i don't think we'll get an announcement until it's like a year away no yeah i think it'll be cuz they're pretty known for doing that right yeah and then on that note, though, uh, <clears throat> what would be your preferred direction? Fuck? If you if you had a, uh, I hope they do this for Fallout Five. I hope they bring it back to Vegas. Uh, you want a new Vegas, not a remastered Vegas? I would be okay. In my grandest dreams, a Fallout New Vegas remaster that builds us into Fallout New Vegas Two. And you're, that's your, that's like your... That'd be awesome. You're like, so you would kind of like when, uh, what's their names? They, you could get all of the, um, Borderlands leading up to the new one. Totally. Yep. So you can They did the Handsome Jack collection. Correct. There it is. That's the word I was looking for. I could see it. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I would love it. We are fucking rocking today on the spam. (laughs) Dude, I don't think I've ever seen as much spam ever this is fucking yeah. ridiculous even before we were affiliated i've never <laughs> seen this much <laughs> uh so this game was a 20 questions game a while back but fire spirit reportedly working on a twisted metal and five games for playstation i really care about the other five games what i care about is the rumors of a fire spirit triple a game for quite some time now, uh, and that's being confirmed. They are working on a multiplayer PvP action game and will be based in the Unreal Engine 5. There's two games that are being rumored right now, Twisted Metal and Wipeout VR. I think it's going to be Twisted Metal. Like we said, the we have games like you know, Fortnite, Rocket League, where this is kind of all that in one. So I definitely think we're getting a new um, Twisted Metal. I bet in two years we get it. I, You know what? And I said this about Last of Us 2, and I should not say it because I really want <laughs> Um, 
would Twisted Metal a remake get you to buy a PlayStation 5? It might. I like, love those I games. I was really excited for Last of Us 2. Um, yeah, and then I you never fucking played it. Never played Isn't it. Isn't it on PC at this point? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, that, the Twisted Metal games hold more of a nostalgia for me. Um, that was, was that middle school for us when those games came out or was it early high school? No, that was middle school. Yeah. For like, sure. I remember. So you want to know what I remember most? Like, and this is where, what do you call it? Like, uh, just burned into my brain. So my PlayStation one would only play if you turned it upside down. <laughs> okay. So I remember really wanting to play like, uh, Twisted Metal and a lot of those games and just hoping that I could get it in the effort of turning it on and turning it upside down or trying to reach under to turn on the power <laughs> button um, that it would work because it didn't always work Yeah, sometimes I'd have to turn it up open it, take the game out, close it, close the lid turn it upside, it was a mess um, Levi, Twisted Metal came out in 1995 fuck, I was 10, 11 years old yep 11 years old. 11 year old Levi was playing games like that. I find that wild. Uh, I also didn't put this in the news, but they've cast the voice in the Willard and the uh, Twisted Metal TV show and a physical actor. Samoa Joe, the wrestler, will physically play Sweet Tooth, while Will Arnett will voice Sweet Tooth in the show. And this is the show that I believe, uh, what's his name? Falcon from the Avengers is attached to as well. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Uh, not opposed to it. Listen, wait, listen uh, to this lineup. Anthony Mackie, Thomas okay. Hayden Church, one of my favorites. Who's that? Uh, Sandman from Spider-Man. Okay. Um, Stephanie Beatrice. Uh, she is a voice from Encanto, but also in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, and Nev Campbell. Interesting. Yeah, quite the lineup. I believe that's going to be an Amazon show, if memory serves me correctly. You fart? Wait, you saw that the camera saw you? Wow. Sega has announced a Mega Drive Mini 2, including Mega CD games. The Mega Drive Mini 2 will include 50 Mega Drive and Mega Drive Mega CD titles, including arcade ports, which Sega describes as mysterious new work. The console was announced during a live uh, Japanese Sega stream. List of games so far that are con- uh, confirmed. Sega CD, Shining Force CD, Slipheed, Mansion of Hidden Souls. Dude, I played the shit out of this game when I was a kid and had no idea what I was doing. It's about fucking butterflies, bro. It's wild. Oh, it's wild. Uh, Shining in the Darkness, Bonanza Bros, Thunder Force, Fantasy Zone. Um, I believe the other... Mega Drive Mini did not get released into the United States. We did get the regular Sega, so maybe they'll release that here. But just an I keep your eyes out if you're an importer. <laughs> the last bit of news before we get into 20 questions. 15 U.S. child advocacy groups have asked for the FTC to investigate EA over loot boxes. It's a hot it's a hot button issue. So loot boxes are banned in foreign countries at this point. Correct. 
I know um, Belgium was like leading that charge, weren't they? Yeah. So certain games can't even come out. Uh, well, they can. They just have to re- like get rid of that portion aspect of the game. Oh, excuse me. The coalition, led by Fair Play and the Center for Digital Democracy, cited this port this week's report by the Norwegian Consumer Council as grounds for investigation over whether EA's sales of loot boxes unfairly exploits children and teens for profit. This is coming from us or videogamechronicle.com. As reported by Axios, the coalition has written an open letter to the FTC which will which details the issues raised in the NCC's previous report pointing out specific issues which it feels are harmful to children. Fairplay and CD and, and CDD have highlighted problems with virtual currencies, loot boxes, and other manipulative design techniques in the past comments sub- submitted to the Commission on Dark Patterns. Dark patterns exploit kids and teens' development, developmental vulnerabilities, easy for me to say, including their fear of missing out, esteem needs, and a sense of social pressure by those fucking loot boxes. Uh, I would love to see these go away. Oh, loot boxes, I think, are... Uh, yeah, they're they're garbage. What is that? I play Apex. Yeah. Hey, Apex uh, we just got to give a, a shout-out to Matt Legend 27 I'm supposed to give him five shout-outs. Why? What I'm, I'm going to his house in a minute to weigh myself on the scale and i told him uh, we're just doing the podcast and then we'll head over <laughs> and he said are okay. you doing uh, are you taking your scale i am do? yeah compare and contrast yeah so, <clears throat> um loot boxes to me are like a i i understand where they're coming from kids are a little more impressionable as far as like uh if if uh i bought oliver 20 loot boxes for his birthday and he got a bunch of rare gear. He'd want 20 more. Um, or they're saying that the kid who doesn't get the 20 loot boxes at all doesn't have the same gear. So it creates a sense of jealousy and a sense of uh, this. Um, but, I mean, I guess you would know this more because you have a kid. All right, is is that that impressionable to him even at his age? Like, does he notice that stuff? Uh, do okay, mass, so kids notice that kind of stuff. So hold on. Okay, you've been to a child's birthday party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And what's the first thing they do when they open a present? Uh, ask for another one. There you go. So, and you you can compare that quite easily to the loot box, where it's never going to be enough. No matter how well, they're cool wanting it is. to get rid of blue boxes more to protect the children, one hundred percent, and it makes 100%. sense. I mean, you're gonna you're going to create gambling degenerates. Shout out Matt Legend. <laughs> Shout out Matt Legend twenty seven. Speaking of <laughs> degenerate gamblers, <laughs> Matt Legend twenty seven. Um, but yeah, I'm. I hope they they go away. Uh, it's just it's wild to me that the same game that's being played in Belgium that I'm playing, I can still get loot boxes, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So they can obviously be taken out that easily. Yeah. Um, But then the question is, uh, how does a game, do they just send it to a regular marketplace where kind of like Counter-Strike, 
um, this item's ninety nine cents, but if you want this item, it's seven dollars. Yeah, or if probably. You want this item, it's ten. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would think so. Create that fake, you know, limited value of it that we've talked about before. Which is it's fake. So going back to that, like there's a uh, there was a there's a Twitter beef going on in certain parts of the gaming community because uh, a very popular streamer gifted a smaller streamer like a 50 <laughs> I can hear you oh that's fair <laughs> oh that uh, uh, gifted a smaller streamer a $50,000 counter strike knife what <laughs> yeah there's in-game stuff like so if you get rid of loot boxes does that create uh an economy for rare items amongst all platforms does it just create a new problem do you have to buy the loot boxes in counter-strike though aren't they like randomly generated at the end of a round the box is randomly generated and then yeah you have to spend i think like a dollar for a key that unlocks the box ah yeah, they would so have to get rid of those keys. Bad. They'd have to figure out some other way to generate generate that aspect of it. So the key the key is a, like a dollar, we'll say, but that $1 key could open you a $50,000 knife. And that's exactly the point of loot boxes and why they're horrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe that second um, loot box is going to have the $55,000 knife, but then maybe the third loot box Maybe the but fourth. what I'm getting at, though, is like they've created an entire economy even with that loot box. So if you get rid of loot boxes, um, yeah. do they only release? So here's, a, here's I want to say not, we'll call it maybe a worry or maybe a curiosity. So say you're getting ready to launch uh, just Apex, for example, a rare skin because you don't do loot boxes anymore. So they only make a hundred thousand of them or something like that. So it goes out. That's the NFT stuff that they want to do in video games. Okay. Yeah. So you, <laughs> what's, they only make what's your worry? <laughs> My worry is that all of a sudden now in games, uh, there's this just weird internal currency amongst games. It's just going to happen with kids again. Look at me. I can afford, Mom and dad bought me this NFT skin and you can't have it. Neener, neener, neener. So then But that's uh that's a the issue isn't like I have it and you don't. The issue is the random the randomness of the loot box and the the gambling mentality of the loot box. You could have just been quicker hitting add to cart than I was. Uh, my girl was cooking something that smells delicious. Well, we're fucking doing a show. All right. Well, it's- God damn it. Levi, 20 questions. Do you want game number one or game number two? Uh, number two. <laughs> my favorite thing to do. The floor is open for questions. Um, is this game a console exclusive? Yes. Console exclusive. Uh, retro console or current gen? Well, that's not how the game runs. 
that's true. Um, <laughs> was this a Nintendo? Yes. Okay. Was this across multiple Nintendos? No. Okay. Original Nintendo? Yes. Okay. We love the original Nintendo games. Um, OG Nintendo. Wish I, Captain Danielson was here to help me. <laughs> um, shout out Matt Legend and Captain Danielson. <laughs> the, uh, let's see here. Um, did this game spawn sequels? No. No, it's one off. Was it an adventure game? No. No. Did the game use peripherals? No. No, okay. I forget, like, every time, like, the OG Nintendo, when you think back, actually used, like, what? how many peripherals did the OG Nintendo have? Robot, the gun, the mat. The mat. Power glove. But the power glove power. you could play anything with. It wasn't specific. I just, I'm thinking back like, like a little bit of a sidetrack. For being the original Nintendo, they had some of the top tier. Oh yeah. Uh, peripherals. Like that that power map for the track and field game was pretty legit. And at the time, like I just feel like that was very futuristic. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> uh, I mean, the power glove spawned an entire uh, nightmare on Elm Street almost. <laughs> Um, so it didn't use the peripherals. Uh, was it a sports game? No. Uh, was it sci-fi based? No. Um... Was it a uh, real human protagonist or antagonist? Yes. Okay. Human. <clears throat> uh, was it a side scroller? No. The thing about Nintendo 2 is Nintendo generally made every version of every game. <laughs> like adventure, sport, side-scrolling, puzzle. Uh, I feel like nowadays, because Shooter is such a big... You know what? I, I have to go back. Um, there was okay. a sequel to this game. On the original Nintendo? I will, I will also give you that, yes. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, with a real human, not a side scroller, uh, not an adventure. Were there weapons in the game? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, was it horror based? Nope. Hmm. Real human, not sci fi, not horror. 
uh, was there fighting? Uh, I'll give you this. Not in the traditional sense. Not in the traditional sense. Uh, was there any bike riding? No. Oh. Takes out paper boy. <laughs> <laughs> Would you consider paper boy a side scroller, even though I went north to south, not east to west? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, nobody's helping me today. <laughs> Cat is playing. <laughs> Toxic Naka, uh, help us. Help us. Help us with followers and this game. <laughs> um, God. Real Human. OG Nintendo. One sequel. Uh, are you a caveman? No. That was question 15. It's not a side scroller. Not, no sports, no sci-fi. Real human with weapons, fighting not in the traditional sense. <clears throat> not sci-fi. No peripherals. Uh, it's not an adventure game. Is it a puzzle game? No. Is it RPG? No. Uh, was it a Mario character? No. <laughs> I, I have no clue. You, you definitely stumped me this time. You have a question and a guess. Um, is there armor in the game? No. I don't really know, so I'll give you one more guess. <laughs> um Was it story based? Uh there is a story to it. We got story it did have a story fighting and a guess. This is this is your guess. What do you First. think? You're going to hate yourself. I'm probably going to hate myself. Uh on the OG Nintendo. I I die. Would it help if I said it was based off a movie? No, because I'm drawing a brain fart right now. Top Gun, now, released in 1987. Way, I am myself <laughs> a first-person perspective. The worst part about that game was the like side game where you had to land on the aircraft. Oh, yeah, no, you could never fucking do it. Dude, I remember like I would do it sometimes, and like... But then immediately die on the second level. There's but, um then, there's an angry video game nerd where he yeah, I know that guy. So he reviewed Top Gun, could not land any time, and then there's a power glove episode where he's like, Oh, I'll try this piece of shit and lands it using the power glove. Fucking hilarious. Uh yeah, I just remember that about that game. The the landing on the aircraft carrier was borderline impossible. You're too high. You're yeah. too fat. <laughs> 
You're too slow. I didn't understand what was going on. I was like fucking four. What? Oh, yeah. But, and then like the second level to that game was just so disgustingly hard. Even if you did land on the aircraft, you immediately died. <laughs> and back in those days, those games didn't have saves, right? No. So you had to restart the first level. Yeah, I don't know if there was a password system to Top Gun. Um, Top Gun was a commercial hit. It was the top-selling game in the United States for two weeks in January 1988. By 1989, its sales had surpassed 1.8 million, 1. million units in the United States, eventually reaching 2 million copies. Wild, Wild. back then. Because it sucked. Yeah. Did not have fun playing that game. Did not have fun. Well, you stumped me, especially because we were talking about it earlier. Exactly. That's why, that's why that was what made me pick it. But I didn't even know I had a sequel. Top Gun, the second mission. You gotta yeah, look it up because the box, twice. the box art is awesome. Top Gun, the, two? the second mission. Looks cool. They really figured out the uh, graphics. Huh. Yeah. Never knew. I never knew either. Dude, like, I'm not going to lie. I do remember that cover art of the first one now. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. I feel like that game, too. I wonder how many parents bought their kids that game because of the movie. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, you can get uh, Top Gun the Second Mission on eBay for $1 with $5 shipping. That's funny because I'm seeing it on uh, Amazon right now um, for five ninety five. Yeah, see? Used. You Used, get it, but very good. You can get it in box for 23 bucks plus 5 shipping. That's fucking hilarious. So... Oh, it's got a big uh, blockbuster tag on it too. Even better. I can get it for zero dollars with four forty nine delivery <laughs> with uh, with my Amazon Prime business card. Hell yeah! All right, Levi, you got anything else to say to the people? Uh, if you want to buy followers, yeah, hit all up all our hit our chat up right in our chat up. That's all I got. All right. For Levi, for Steve, this has been the Frank Culture Podcast. Make sure to tune in every week on Twitch and get your podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel where we're doing reviews and weekly releases every single week. Bye. Bye.